Well, well, Bilky, it seems we are in the studio once more to record some podcasting gold. Yes, we are. We have made it to the Batcave, and it's now time to proceed with the recordings of audio. Oh my god, yes. Well, we got a lot on the docket today. Let's just get that intro music and get this show on the road, shall we? Oh, we shall. Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. As usual, I'm your host, Jalen Holston, and with me today is a man who recently discovered his ex-gene, granting him the power and abilities of all the gangliness that is possible in this universe, Mr. Bilkey. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? I was great until I got the worst fucking mutant power ever. Dude, you're basically Mr. Fantastic, bro. Come on. It's what? a hype-ass ability. Uh, I guess it's okay. It's a hype-ass ability in more ways than one. But no one ever refers to him as <laughs> Mr. Gangles. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on today's show, we're breaking down that New Mutants trailer, uh, talking about Christian Bale possibly joining Thor 4. What? Yes. And uh, plus all the usual nonsense that we have you, that you know and love. So let's get right on into it. Uh, first on the docket, though, we have some amazing news. The Golden Globes happened a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you know what those are. I am aware. They're, they're basically, for those of you who don't know, they're basically going to tell you who's going to win the Oscars. They're like the, the pre, the not as important awards. <laughs> they're just like, hey... Here you go, but we, we know you're probably going to get the real one soon. You can sell it on eBay later. When Pretty you're, much. When you're broke. Pretty much. Uh, but Joaquin Phoenix, when, uh, he won Best, best Actor for uh, a drama for his role in The Joker. Thoughts and speculations on him possibly getting the actual Oscar nomination and winning it this time. It's a shoe-in. I mean, really. Yeah, let's it's, be real. It's not even, Come on. This is not even really. It just, I just wanted to let everyone else know it's going to happen. Yeah, dude. I mean, Joaquin had the best performance I saw all year. I mean, come on, dude. If you watch that movie, the he was riveting. Like, he just sucked you all the way into that movie. It was insane. Yeah, man. I was scared. I was happy. I was sad. I was, there's so many, I thought I was an evil villain at one point. I was joining him. <laughs> like, one, I woke up and there was face paint on me. I didn't, exactly. I didn't know what was going on. Came into work next day and got sent home immediately because they're like, you can't, you can't look like the Joker. Oh, it, it, is that a, that's a workplace policy at yeah. Sprint? Is that, yeah, a, is that what's, that what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> um, but I think the, the only, I think the controversy around is like they already did it for Heath Ledger, so are they really going to do it again? And I, I will tell, I will say this right now yes. on the air: it is a travesty if this man does not win the Oscar for Best Actor, period, for playing the Joker. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's it's ridiculous. It's not even the same kind of movie. No, not even close. It's completely different. He played a completely different Joker. He had a completely different story. He had a completely different character motivation, character development, like. Just give, just, just give, just give it to him, man. Yeah. Like, sorry, the Joker is such a good character that he can be played in multiple different fashions and still have nominees for Best Actor. Yes, well, get, get over it. Except Mr. Leto, but that's another day, another time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy got kind of got shafted, but we'll let him. It uh, wasn't his fault. It really wasn't. I thought he did well day. with what they gave him. I did too. I enjoyed Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, but, he had a cool gangster thugging role. And... I'd never seen that kind of Joker, so no. it was interesting. His tattoos were kind of stupid in some parts, but. They were. Some of them were cool. Others, he looked like Post Malone. Didn't think he needed to be sending, like, dead rats and, like, dildos to people on set to be method either. That was kind of... What? That really happened, I swear to God. (laughs) Go read some... Yeah, he was so method, he was sending people, like, boxes with dead animals and, like... Okay. Like, different 
bodily parts in jars Where and shit. Where did he get them? <laughs> I'm, not gonna ask, I'm not going to ask those questions. <laughs> Where the fuck did he <laughs> don't, get them? Don't know. If he killed them himself, then it's okay and acceptable because it's a gift. Sure. Like a cat killing a rat out in the, in the forest. He brings it to you. Hello, human person. I appreciate you feeding me. Here's a gift. Yes. Absolutely. It's like killing a bear and then giving the fur to someone. Ah, I can see that, yes. But this one was a, a dildo it's and a, a rat. D- dildos <laughs> and rats, yes. That's a, it's a real thing that happened. Everyone. That's incredible, dude. <laughs> you, full, I did not know that. That's method for so, actually insane. <laughs> Jared Leto does not play. I'm still a fan. I don't care. Me too. Oh, man. Moving right on down the list. G.I. Joe is getting an, a, a spin-off film, by the way, of one of its characters, Snake Eyes. I don't know. That's the, like the ninja-looking yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. That's cool for me. That's fine. Um, apparently, it's being held by Henry Golding. He was the lead, He's the lead role playing the role of Snake Eyes. He's best known for his role in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, Bilky, like, what is... It's a Snake Eyes solo movie. Out of all the G.I. Joe characters, is this cool? Is it not? I don't... I, I don't... I could care less about this movie, great, to be totally great. honest with you. Like, it was in the realm of nerdiness, and I was like, this kind of looks interesting. We can talk oh, about no, it. Oh, no, I don't think it's a bad topic to talk about, but no. personally, no, I don't think making <laughs> solo G.I. Joe films is gonna hold any weight in the, <laughs> in the movie world right now. I think there's too much going on, and... Too many other major characters and franchises to compete with. To me, this sounds like it's going to be set up to be a giant flop. Like, there's going to be cool special effects and stuff, but it'll be a rental for me. I don't... Like, the guy did Crazy Rich Asians, and now he's going to be an action star? I don't know about that one. Pulling a bunch of Kyles. Now, maybe I'll have to eat my shoe on that one. I mean, I will maybe potentially think about seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) What? If there's a trailer that comes out and it blows my mind... Sure, sure. Why not give it a go? Because, I mean, the G.I. Joe movies from the past weren't terrible Yeah, by any means. Um, they were not, like, outstanding Joker films. But no. <laughs> I just don't know, like, what, is this it? Like, hey, we're just going to make a Snake Eyes movie. That's that's all we got going. I feel like maybe they're trying to do, like, a whole Marvel Cinematic Universe with the G.I. Joe characters. So, like, they'll just get solo movies. Are they going to, like, establish Cobra and all that shit? I think so. That's from, that's from what I understand. I mean, if you're going to do G.I. Joe, you kind of have to... Do that, especially with Snake's character, because he was kind of he was like a traitor, I think, of Cobra or something like that. I don't know. So what are they gonna do though? That's my major question from hearing about this. Like, do we get mention of a new GI Joe? Who's it gonna be? Where are they running with it? Because if it's just him doing like, for example, mafia shit, yeah. Like, let's just say it's him doing jobs and killing people and running shit. I don't really want to see it. We have Deadpool for that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or I yeah. could go watch The Sopranos or <laughs> <laughs> go watch some anime because every. You know, you know, oh man, well, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. We'll see where it goes. My best guess is that it's it'll be like a foot or like a you know the first step in like launching like a GI Joe universe. Yeah. That'd be my guess. That's the only reason you make a movie like this. To be honest, I, I think you're on the right path with that, and I just don't think it's the best idea. Nah, I, I think it's gonna. Like, what are they gonna do? So Why are you creating that universe? I I think G.I. Joe's so dead, man. I know, it's right? It's so dead. <laughs> it's so dead. You were going to pull in all the kids who were wearing jean shorts and those sunglasses. Oh, and God. Those... <laughs> oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> on to some more exciting news. Uh, the Oscar winner himself, Christian Bale, formerly known as Bruce Wayne, uh, is going to possibly join the next Thor movie, Love and Thunder. Holy uh, Now, this shit. is what I'm talking about. This is some <laughs> shit I'm interested in. I don't give a fuck about G.I. Joe. Give me Christian Bale in the Marvel Universe. Um, who do you think he should play if he's going to play in a, a Thor movie? That's my question. I'm like, I'm cool with Christian Bale, but like, 
you gotta, you better give this man some meat. You know what I mean? I was also thinking that whenever I was reading over these notes, I think that was the first thing I asked you is what? Well, what is he gonna do? Like, <laughs> no idea. Because he needs good dialogue. He needs to be written well, and he'll bring it if you give it to him. Oh yeah, I've seen it over and over it's and over. Christian fucking Bale. But I don't know what character he's gonna play. Uh, there was talks of the the one with the the Thor that has the moose face. I cannot. Oh, Beta uh, Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill is like the leading theory right now. Really? To which, if they pull that off, so help me God, Marvel, you have done it all. I, yes, you know what, what I mean. If you pull off Beta Ray Bill with Christian Bale, I will actually lose my mind. Well, um, can we just call it BRB? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so BRB. Burb. Burb. <laughs> Fucking Burb was able to wield uh, Mjolnir. Yeah. Mjolnir. So that would be cool to see. Yes. Does that happen? Does Steve still have it? Or did Thor take it back? I think technically Thor took it back. Uh, and he still has Stormbreaker. But my th- ongoing theory is because they're doing Jane Foster, he's going to just keep Stormbreaker. Maybe Beta BRB shows up or whatever and then takes it from him for a second, you know, uses it for some cool shit and then gives it to Jane Foster. And that's how we get our Lady Thor that's supposed to be in this movie as well. So who knows? That would be cool. Yeah. I know that that's going to be a difficult character to actually bring to the screen visually. Yeah. So are we just not going to see... Christian Bale's human form? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is he doing a Thanos kind of thing? Like, what's-his-face did? Uh, Josh Brolin, but yes, there's a motion yes. capture. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably what could happen, but, I mean, he's got to have at least one or two scenes of Christian Bale. I hope so. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's Christian Bale. You don't just bring that guy on and do voiceovers. Dude, bring Kobe Bryant on your team that's and what, bench him. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, this is the moneymaker. You know what I mean? Because I think that's going to bring a lot of hype towards the movie in general. Yes. Not that Thor movies have been doing poorly, but I think it's just going to be that extra oomph to like really pull people in. Everyone's already hyped because Taika Waititi came back from Ragnarok. Like they heard Love that he Taika. wanted. He was he was so great. You know, piss off, ghost. <laughs> like that whole that whole bit. And uh, hey man, hey man, <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> we're gonna go, we're gonna go start a revolution. Wanna come? <laughs> this is Mick. <laughs> I thought he died from oh. carrying him around all day. God damn it! Oh, God. I'm sorry to cut you off. I got no, so caught up good. in Taika. I'm no, I have no problems quoting Taika Waititi from <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Are you kidding me? They put Zeppelin in that movie too. That they was really hard. did. They I really didn't did. expect that. Oh, um, okay, let's think here though. If he's not Beta, could he be anything else? Like, what else do they have to go off of? Do they take more of an Asgardian role and try and dive into that? Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Universe? Kind of like mythology. Probably. It goes off Norse shit, so yeah. I mean, are they going to dive into that? Hate, what if he's just playing like Namor out of nowhere? Oh, whoa, whoa, that would be so cool. I know like Hulk and Namor are, probably, are rumored to have a movie, but like, what if, you know what I mean? Dude, that would be so sick, actually. I would definitely <laughs> you know like I mean? that. We've been talking about trying to see Namor for a long time, but just don't really know how they'd bring him in. I mean, a Christian Bale, Namor just... Coming in hot. I don't know how it would happen. I'm just saying that'd be cool. That would be cool. Is um, what's the big wolf? You know what I'm talking about uh, in the in the Thor universe. Oh yeah, did they had him in the in the Ragnarok? Yes, he had an owner. What if that's who? Oh, he played? that would be dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google quick it. quick Google. Yeah, I'm gonna Google, Google searches. It. Um, Thor wolf. Thor wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Fenris. Fenris, yes, the owner okay. of Fenris. Yes, now we're making progress here. Okay. Okay, owner of Fenris. I typoed, but... Mm. 
I'm not really getting stuff here. I'm oh, getting well. stuff from But we understand the concept. Random, yes, yes. That would be cool. That's what I want to see. Yeah, because then you just come down and just be like, oh, hey, remember that big dog? I got another one. You know? I, I got another <laughs> I got one. Another one. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Where's mm-hmm. your hook now, huh? Mm-hmm. The giantess Angerboda? Oh. Does that sound familiar? That sounds good to me. Mm. Sounds like a good Christian Ang- bale looking Anger dude. Angerboda. Mm. <laughs> Angla... Ang the Bangladesh. And, uh, and what? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Oh, goodness gracious. Oh. But anyways, moving on down the list, now that we've figured out the Fenris owner situation, uh, <laughs> some slightly sadder news, and I know this one touches your hot strings because you love Doctor Strange, but... I know, dude. It did lose its director, Mr. Uh, Scott Dickerson, from the first movie, uh, and the, quote, reason was creative differences. Now... In Hollywood, that can mean literally any amount of things, but the quote from the director himself uh, was that Marvel and I have mutually agreed to part ways on Doctor Strange and in the Multiverse of Madness uh, due to creative differences. I am thankful for our collaboration, and I will remain on as an executive producer. So he's still going to be involved a little bit, but he's not going to be helming the role of director in this movie. I really wish he would because I think told. keeping that consistency when you're doing a franchise as far as directing goes is so important. Um, and I know you're you're just, you know. I'm upset. You're in arms. I'm upset. It's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. We talk about good or bad here in the notes. The only way I see is if... It, I'm going to start over. That's fine. Is that, is that okay? we, can, we can cut it. Oh, we can get... We can, no, never. Never. You will deal with my mistakes. <laughs> if it's gonna be good uh, that he leaves um the only way i see that being possible is if we get someone who's even better than he was and he still gets to sit in the executive producer role kind of coach through maybe not try and put too much into it as far as his input is concerned because obviously they have creative differences yes but i think it's bad overall because i want a doctor strange sequel (laughs) like this is bullshit everyone loves that character he brought so much to the screen, and he played such an important role in that Infinity War Endgame saga. He really did. Like, like for the limited yes. screen time he had, he was a big part of the storyline. Absolutely. Like, getting the time stone for when they went back in time in Endgame, like, that was a whole conversation, because the, you know, the, uh, the whatever her name was, the old, the chosen, not the old chosen one. You were the chosen no, one. No, not the chosen one. Uh, whatever her name was. But anyway... Uh, when, you know, Bruce Banner has to go get that stone from her, she's, like, making a big deal about how important Doctor Strange is to the universe and stuff. So, like, yeah, I, this is a big character, man. Give him, do the justice. Give him his movie, you know? He's also one of the strongest characters in Marvel comics. He was bodying Thanos by himself. <laughs> yes. That, these are facts. So how are you going to take him out of it? It's. I just hope they don't ditch the movie entirely. Yeah. Because the first one was so cool as well. It was a very interesting movie. It's not one of my, like, favorite Marvel movies, but, like, visually and, like, stuff like that, I think that was a very cool experience to watch all these Jack Kirby creations come to life on mm-hmm. screen. Um, and I just wish they would have used Rachel McAdams and, and uh, the, the lead role guy a little bit more together. Like, let them act. You know what I mean? I can feel Those are two that. bangers as far as actors go. And just I let them, agree. Let them do some stuff. But I mean, he soloed Dormammu. He did solo Dormammu. That was that was incredible. <laughs> He's like, I'll keep dying. I don't care. Yeah. You're gonna get real tired of this eventually. <laughs> so oh, overall, bad. Give me Doctor Strange. I will agree with you. It's also bad. 
I'm out. Yes. Anyways, move along. Get me off this. Moving along. Uh, On to more exciting news. Uh, The Batman confirms Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Uh, Hype. Yes. Uh, Okay, again, bolster the roster for this movie. (laughs) I know, right? We've talked about how dope this is already so many times. Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. Of course, Robert Pattinson himself playing (laughs) Batman. Um, And now we have freaking Colin Farrell as the Penguin. What's-his-face is the Commissioner. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. His name escapes me. Yes. Super hyped on it. Super hyped on it. <laughs> this is literally like watching the NBA All-Star game. It's kind of crazy. But here's where I have a little bit of concern. It feels like there's a lot going on in this movie for it to be a launching pad for possible other Batman movies. Now, maybe that's not their goal, but still, even for one movie, I got the Penguin, we got Catwoman, we got the Riddler, we got, you know, a couple other characters as well, like... Is it too much for one movie? I'm getting flashbacks slash PTSD of um, Justice League. And Spider-Man 3. Ooh. Oh, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot take. Yes. I just, I don't want them to do too much because they're hyping this up. And I'm getting hyped. I'm getting caught up in it. And I just... I, it's like, oh, God, dude, oh. if they ruin this movie, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever see another Batman. I, I trust Matt Reeves. I trust Pattinson's acting capabilities. I've seen the workout clips. This dude's getting ripped, okay? There's going to be a lot of action sequences in this movie. I'm just, I'm very concerned. What is the story? Is it all going to blend well? Is it going to be like a Joker approach where it's going to be kind of muted and not so crazy like Hollywood Mm -hmm. blockbuster, but there's going to be some cool action stuff in there that he's doing? Um... I just I I don't I don't know, man. That's this is my only like I'm I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. I need to see a trailer. I need to see something like a, a set photo or a poster. I'm not I'm ready not... for a trailer. I don't think it's time yet. Oh god. I think they're releasing all this information about the cast, and I don't know. I, it makes me nervous. I don't want to see the trailer because what if it sucks? I know. <laughs> There's that risk and reward factor, right? Very much so. I'm curious as to what our audience thinks about that as well. Maybe we'll put up a poll as to, you. do you think this is going to be an overloaded film, or is it just simply a case of let's add as much talent as possible? Yes. Yes, we'll put it on the Twitter. I love it. Y'all can just vote on it. It'll be great. Do it. Do it. Do it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on down the list. Now we're going to get into our uh, trailer discussions. There were a lot of trailers that came there out. Were. Well, while we were doing our little thing here for a while. There was a new Harley Quinn trailer. It was the same. I didn't even put it on the list. It's literally like, uh, yeah. it looks the exact same. This I'm still excited about it. Yes. They regurgitated the yes. same trailer. <laughs> if you want to know what happens, just go watch the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. Uh, new Bloodshot trailer is the same deal. Uh, but it looks like they tightened up the, the special effects a little bit. It, all, it's like, it almost seemed like good. they wanted a do-over. So they released another trailer and said, hey, this looks a little bit cleaner. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like when they released the first look at Sonic. Yes. And everyone was like, oh my what God. the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's exactly what I felt like happened. Um, so I'm still excited to see that. I think Vin Diesel getting his hands on like a, a comic book property is really cool. Um, my main thing with this movie, though, I really hope it succeeds because if it does, it's going to keep leading the way for more of these independent uh, comic yes, book movies to be made so. that aren't Marvel and DC. You know, they can have another studio own it and take... A little bit of the monopoly away from Disney. Isn't he a dark horse? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, that'd be so, cool. yeah, I'm really hoping that movie does well. I like Vin Diesel. I don't know about you, but I am also a fan. I love. I, I mean, I'm I like Bruce. seeing him in those weird roles, like, um, oh shit, Riddick. Yes. Yeah, Riddick was Riddick weird. was great. So let's give Riddick some superpowers. I think yes. it would be awesome, and he's got so many more years of acting experience under his belt since that movie. Oh yeah, I think this is gonna be awesome, dude. This is gonna be amazing. I have high hopes for you, Vin. 
make this great. Make it great again. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oof. Oof. <laughs> I think I just Oops. lost 12 of our listeners. We're in the negatives now. Please. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> <That's not going. laughs> oh, man. But another trailer that caught our eye was that New Mutants trailer. We have been talking about New Mutants now. Yes. It seems like for eight years. It does. It doesn't feel as long as The Flash, but we're getting closer. It feels like an eternity, but we got to look at it. So excited, because I was scared. I really thought that they just dropped this movie. Yeah. That same. was word on the street. And right? then, blam, there's a trailer. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Gotta it, watch it. It gave me chills. I was scared. It had these great... I love the vibe of the entire trailer. Like, it felt like a horror movie. I was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my only concern, though, I think I talked about this with my buddy Nolan earlier this week, because we watched. Uh, he watched the trailer and sent it to Christopher me. Nolan? No, no. Oh. I wish. Hmm. Nolan Chang. Huh. Yes, P.F. Chang himself. I mean, oops. <laughs> <laughs> the P.F. Chang? Little, little awkward. But anyways, um, my only concern is like I really wanted to stay in that horror film realm and not go too superhero-y, even though it is mutants. Um, I, I'm cool with that. I it like kind of... It, it looked like it was going in that direction, but I, don't, I think that's probably like literally the end of the movie. I feel that's like what the, I was you know just what I mean? about to say. So I, I don't want to, you know, go too far and say it's going to be too superhero-y, but it looked great. Um, and easily my favorite part is that when magic is just making Coming the down fucking at the katana, spear. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I killed 18 men one by one. She was, like, really Savage. proud, too. Yeah, she was Dude. all about it. The other people were having traumatic like memories of what happened. And she's big chilling. She's just like, yeah, I murdered 18 people. And I don't care. One by one. <laughs> they all watched. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. If you haven't seen the trailer, absolutely take the time. It's what, like two, three minutes it's on YouTube? Two, two minutes. Two and a half, maybe. At most. It's a little yeah, teaser trailer. Absolutely see it. It's going to be really cool, and I'm excited that it looks like the bulk of the movie is going to be within the horror realm. Yes. A lot of plot developing, a lot of, you know, jump scare things. It's mm. gonna be it's gonna get you in your shins. It's gonna get you all cuddled up next to whoever you you're sitting there with and be like, Oh god, I can't believe it. Honestly, I hate horror movies. They scare the shit out of I'm me. I'm dragging but you. But I'm to this still one. going to see yes. it. Yeah. There's that's mutants, Bilky. We are going to see this one. I'm absolutely gonna see it. Will I be scared? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 but if I can do it, you absolutely can. Yes, I love it. And it's going to be rated R. That's the other thing that was concerning yes. me, too. Because for a long time, there was with that Disney merger, we were like, is it still going to be an actual horror film? Are they going to drop it down to PG-13? There was that whole debate for a while. Uh, a couple weeks ago, or like before the trailer came out, uh, they finally said, no, it's going to be rated R. Then we get the trailer, and I'm like, oh my god, if this is going to actually be rated R, and it looks like this, I'm in. Let's go. Say less. Say less. I'm, I'm going to piss myself. Here but. you go. Take all of my money <laughs> right now out of my debit account. The cool thing about it is I think with this being the first, I guess, horror movie in the superhero realm, it's going to open up a lot of doors. Yes. Not even just for horror, like others, other genres. Dude, that would be sick. <laughs> That's actually a fantastic transition. Did you mean to do that? No. Wow. But well also, done. yes. <laughs> uh, Blade is coming, by the way. But anyway, uh, speaking of Blade, one of his famous villains, and uh, also he kind of runs into Spider-Man, but he deals with Blade more because he's literally the vampire. The Morbius trailer came out with Jared Leto. Um, <gasps> this looked pretty cool. Not going to lie about it. I'm on board. I'm not going to lie about it. Especially with that last shot. It looks like that great 
uh, one of the most famous panels of Morbius, or not panels, but comic book covers of Morbius, little look over the shoulders, all vampire-y and gross-looking. scary-looking. Yes, looks straight off the page, dude. It looked awesome. Um, and then, you know, I got the, I got a feeling this is a Jared Leto redemption. Like, I think if he nails yes. this, this franchise, and he gets into that Spider-Man adjacent universe Sony's got cooking over there, mm-hmm. man, what a, what a, what a story. That would be awesome, because I know he loved playing in that superhero world. He did. He absolutely loved he it. He loved playing the Joker, and he got shafted. Absolutely I, shafted. You know what I do like? That they're keeping him in the villain realm. Yes. That man can play evil motherfuckers. Yes. And, and I, it's he needs to stay there. It's like, he is, he's definitely more of a villain, and I get that they're adapting these in their universe to be like anti-heroes, but reality is, if you look up Morbius in like real time, he's not... He's I don't I don't qualify him as anti hero. This guy's a dick. Like he's he's out to like murder people. He's a vampire. Okay, like I don't. He's a villain, but I get it. You have to adapt it for your universe. That's fine. Do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. And hot take. That, what? The, the, what? The hot la- take. The last frame of this movie, we see a character that we've seen previously in a Spider Man film. So mm, here who we is go. it? Here we go. The Vulture, Michael Keaton, what? former Batman himself, the Birdman. <laughs> Spoiler alert, just saying. Uh, so here's my hot take. In three years' time, Sony will get the rights back to Spider-Man. Shortly following, a couple years after that, there will be a Sinister Six movie with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. You heard it here first. Write down the date that you heard this. It's going to happen. We've been wanting Sinister Six for how long? Oh my god. An eternity. A very fucking long time. They've tried it twice and failed, but now they're I think they're doing it the right way. They got Venom in the books. Good. Happening. Morbius looking great. If it does just as good as Venom, that's all they need. <laughs> that's right. all they need. Nothing Venom crazy. is the par. Venom is the par. If it does just as good as Venom, that's fine. And then they're going to try to do like a silver, I think they're trying to do silver sable too as a solo movie, which is going to be Oh, cool. that's interesting. Yeah. I have not heard about this. A little Black Widow mm, take of their own, okay. really. Yes. Uh, so they do that. That's in, that's in the bag. And then they already have access to the vulture. So boom. If they do that, they can really do their own little hybrid version of the Sinister Sticks. It won't be, you know, the traditional like Doc Ock and Lizard. Dude, and, I want Doc Ock. I know, but like it's going to, it's not going to happen. I've, I've, I've made my peace with it. It's okay. We've, oh, we've seen on. Electro, too. We have seen Electro, yeah. Electro, Vulture, Mysterio. Now we have Venom. Venom, Morbius. Yes, Morbius. And then the Black Widow chick you were just talking Silver about. Silver Sable. So, so yes. that could be their version of the Sinister Six. So a little bit of an adaptation, but nonetheless, we'd have a Sinister Six with Tom Holland Spider-Man. Tell me that wouldn't be dope. It would be amazing. And you know Tom's not going anywhere. No. Tom got a semi the first time he fucking heard that there exactly. could be a Sinister Six. <laughs> he was straight <laughs> up running down exactly, the Exactly, dude. He's going to stay. He's going to give it his all. Granted, he's going to spoil half the movie but oh, in yeah. interviews before it even comes 100% out. 100% going to happen. But it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Spider-Man fans everywhere are finally going to get everything they ever wanted. Rejoice. Rejoice right now. And just so you know, this is there. I've seen nothing. There is no speculation. This is literally just the hottest of hot takes so take it with a grain of salt, but just remember this day when it actually happens. Just I throwing still it out there. want uh, I want Craven. Oh my god, I do! I want Craven. That'd be I so. Sick. The next movie, ha- like, how do you not do a Craven? You have to. Come on. You can't not just the mm, the, the way, way it's it ended. Set up. You know Come what I mean? On. Come on, dude. Let's it's do absolutely it. Absolutely, Craven. Let's do it. 
Oh, man. Well, moving on down the list, we're going to get into DC TV stuff because it's going to be very, very quick this week, otherwise known as Jalen Recaps the Flash, and Bilky doesn't watch any of the shows because Arrow got moved to Thursdays, but actually now it got moved back to Tuesdays. It's original air date, and there's Batwoman. Wow. Never gets old. Oh, wow. So Crisis wrapped up apparently tonight. I have not watched it. I will watch it soon and do a review next week. Yep. <laughs> That yep. was the shortest DC yep. TV segment uh, we've ever had. Shout out to Brandon Evans. You are a certified asshole for ruining one of the biggest reveals <laughs> in the crossover for me. Wait, what? Did he yes, really? Yes, he actually did. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Intentionally? I have literally stayed off the internet because I knew these days were coming up. And then he texted me out of the blue last night and said something about it. I'm going to keep it fresh for you in case you ever want to watch the crossovers, none of the shows. So he did it with malice. He did it with malice. <laughs> you bastard. You Damn know you, this. Damn you, Brandon. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. I want to experience that moment live. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm crying. Fuck That's with a roll of quarters. <laughs> Jesus. All right, the only way now... Is you must see something that he loves before he does, <laughs> oh and bring the hammer down. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll see Black Widow before him and tell him literally the last frame of the movie. Nice. Boom. Everyone dies. Yes. <laughs> Good God. But anyways, let's move on to our league minute. Or our video game news segment. It's really just the League Minute. We'll, we'll probably just change it. I don't even know. Who cares? I'm a fan of the League Minute. Yes, the League Minute, where we give you some low elo insight into everything happening with the League of Legends. Now, holy shit. Bilky, we got another one of those beautiful, beautiful cinematics because mm. season 10 is upon us. So good. Oh. So fresh. So clean. So many good characters that were in that cinematic. It's characters we hadn't seen in a while. I hadn't seen Caitlyn in a cinematic in like forever you get to see vi in there as well yes you see the ergod popping off oh my god and then silas walks in with the squad bro bro, bro. <laughs> it looks like they took it straight off the lux book oh my god they did honestly yes and then garen like flies in he throws someone to the side hits a little 360 <gasps> on him <laughs> that was fantastic i loved when they do those cinematics because they make them so goddamn good oh my god yes. i just wonder yo when are you actually going to put something together with that like a movie mm -hmm. or a show even I would, I would take a mini-series. Like just a mini-series. It'd be fine. I think we talked about it with Kenny. Like, you know, you did Love, Death, and Robots. Like, you could literally do that and just make hour-long little episodes of different characters doing stuff with League of Legends. With that cinematic quality, you could do it. You could start off with the War of Ionia. Oh my god, that would be epic. Get Scion in there, Kennen, Akali's in there somewhere. Aurelia would be in there popping off. You get Master Yi, you'd get Wu. Karma would be in you'd there. You get Karma. Come on! <laughs> get me on this team. Let's go! I have so many ideas. We could do so much. You can do the war on Noxus. <laughs> that would be badass. You can you can hit a bilgewater and get backstory on Gangplank and Twisted Fate's friendship and then how Pike misfortune. Galawi, mm -hmm. come on, dude! Like there is so much shit dude. you can't do. Get it together, Riot! Oh, god. it just popped in my head. How sick was it seeing that massive ass Galio pop oh down? Oh my god, bro! I hadn't realized the scale of Galio until that cinematic. I was like, <laughs> massive, massive, fucking massive! Boom! And then he just stands up, and his wings are coming out of like. I know you haven't seen My Hero Academia, but after this, I'm going to show you a smash from that show, and that's literally what Corey and I yell every single time a Galio <laughs> ult comes out. A 
I'll give you a little insight. It's oh, called man. the United States of Smash. And your girl Kaisa was in that bad boy Dude, too, that was bro. Awesome. She came in so hot with the <laughs> spitting over all the voidlings. Ezreal's bitch ass too. He thought about leaving. What are you doing? You can't initially want to leave and then come back and then wink at the girl and be like, I came back for you. No, that's his no, move, bro. Shit doesn't that's, his, work. that's his move. That's how he's getting in there, bro. Ezreal's gay anyways. Not true. Him and Tarek are a thing. Oh, wow. Didn't even know about that one. I don't think it's actually confirmed, but I have another video to show <laughs> <Sure>. you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to oppose to that. It makes sense. That's fine. It's fine. It's 2020, so yeah. Do the thing, there right? be a gay character in there. I don't give a shit. Or seven. Who knows? There's like 180 characters in that game. <laughs> Somebody's bound to be gay at some Yeah, the odds, the statistical... <laughs> <laughs> There's the statistical no way. odds are calculated to be... <laughs> oh, man. I think Vi's a lesbian. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, come on. She's thick. Dude, she's she looked real thick yeah, in that cinematic. I'm not going to lie to you, Come bro. on. Come on. Anyways... Goodness. But moving on down to our le our things that we have to review about League of Legends. Uh, Set, the latest champion. We both played him. It's review time, ladies and gentlemen. How do you feel about Set, Mr. Bilkey? If I were to give him a scale yes. out of 10, I'd give him a solid 8.5. Ooh, that's right where I'm at as well. Mm-hmm. Good champion. Fun to play. Relatively simple mechanics to pick up, although you're going to be harder to master, obviously. Yes. But you will get punished if you fuck up. Yes. Which is good because I'm sick and tired of the escape ropes coming out to get you out of the cave. It's bullshit. They need to get punished. Yeah, he's one of those champions like, if you're going to commit in there, you better get something done. It's brother. go time. It's go time. There's no, like, when you do that RKO into a team fight to save your ADC because the fucking tank is flanking, you better make sure it hits the rest of their team and then get that Facts. W ready to pop them with true damage. Ridiculous. Um... Do you remember all those vines with Randy Orton? That watch out, watch out, watch yes, out. Yes, I cannot wait for the YouTube highlight reel oh whenever they start <laughs> putting that in there, dude. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Oh, man. And if you got your calling card from set, don't make the same mistake our buddy Kenny made. Oh, my. Kenny went ahead and insta-bought the champion as soon as he was like released. Idiot. Then opened his calling card, and you get the champ for free. Stupid. So if you have it, save yourself the essence. Please, save it for yourself. We <laughs> they are actually gifting you the champion. <laughs> for the love of God. I was not fortunate enough to get the calling card. I got the... Uh, it's okay. I took the L on the blue essence. Really, it took a real dagger to my 50k blue essence I have. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. This guy. Just a little, little flex oh, about it, you know what I mean? I see you. Just because the account's like nine years old, but whatever. It's okay, I dropped 150k on that Warwick skin. Worth it. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely worth, worth it, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely worth it, but definitely play set. He's a super fun champion. I think a lot of people will like him that like those melee bruisers that just want to get in there and beat ass. And I think it's cool that he's simple, right? Because we yes. had a Felios and he gives me a headache every time I play him. Like, he's fun, but like, God, fuck, you really got to have brain on to play that guy. Yeah, they need to get away from the hyper-complexity of all these champions and give me someone fun and simple. I'm down for hyper-complexity, but it needs to be... I think this this strategy of, like, you release a hyper-complex champion and then a simple champion. Like, that's how it should be. Like, Senna is kind of middle of the road. Like, she's pretty straightforward, but there's some cool, high mechanical stuff you can do with Senna. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, a fill it, but like what they did with Aphelios and Set, I prefer that. Because I think, you know, there's high-elo games where... 
there's champions that have to be mastered in that way, and those people enjoy the you know the mechanical challenges. But then there's people more around my level and below that just need a relatively simple champion to learn like the basics of the game, like lane control and macro and all this other stuff. So if you have to worry about one less things, champions like Set, Garen, Trendemir, etc., those champions need to exist in the game. So it's I think he's healthy. You. So. Yeah, but overall, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think he's a solid like B tier top laner, maybe a S tier because of how ridiculous his true damage Just kit is. He's new. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's S tier for now. Of course, they'll hot fix something and reduce his scaling a little bit probably because he is pretty obnoxious, like pretty obnoxious. I think the regen is pretty insane. So that's probably my biggest complaint is the Garen like regen he gets. Yeah, in lane. I can feel that. I am going to jump down a little bit here on our notes since we were talking about Aphelios and um, Senna. Yeah. So word on the street was that we were supposed to get five new champions and two reworks by the time this pro season comes around. Too much. So we have three already. We have Senna, then Aphelios, and now Set. You were telling me last night that they're already revealing. Is that correct? They're getting ready to reveal the Volibear and Fiddlesticks reworks. Okay. So that's right on schedule. My complaint is why do we need to have five new champions and then these two reworks why not just do like two more reworks and then leave us for two months mm-hmm. you know what i mean we have three new champions and two reworks those are basically five new champions i i agree with i you. don't need the five more i mean from the video they're actually doing what we have suggested for a long time they're going to dig into the lore more to get these champions out like kaisa was mentioned in the lore a long time ago the boy with cassadin and uh bell cause and all them so that was cool but still I don't need new... Cha- There's 180 champions. I don't need new champions. Facts. Set's fun as fuck, but I don't, need, I don't need new champions like that all the time. I've never seen this in all my time of playing the game, where they've released so many champions so fast. Like, it's crazy. And it's just getting quicker and quicker, because usually I had to wait, and that's fine with me, because I'm trying to learn <laughs> everyone, and I'm trying to master champions. And there's still old champs that people still don't know how to play correctly. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to learn in this game. It's so deep. And they just keep digging even deeper and deeper, which is cool because you have to bring in new people. You have to build revenue for the company. I get all that. And they have to make money because exactly. when you release a new champion, there's always a new skin line. So that's what, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it goes. That's how they make their money, skins. I'm actually kind of beefing with that internally right now. I'm, yeah. I'm tired. It's too much. They're bringing out so many new skins constantly. Yeah. And what was cool about it, at least back in the day, was that Oh, sick! We're actually we're getting a new skin line. Like it's been a long time, and they're doing a whole thing about it. But then, it feels like we're getting new skins every patch. Yeah, like not or even, like every other patch even. Yeah, just a whole new line though. Not just like hey, One. we're gonna do a couple of champions, get some new skins for them. Awesome! Now we're getting like KDA shit, <laughs> music videos for it. Yeah, and we're getting true damage, <laughs> more project shit, and all this other stuff that just keeps building up on top of it. And I'm not trying to sit here and hate on them because I it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, these things look amazing, but it's just such a money grab. Oh yeah, for sure, man. It's kind of it's kind of insane. Kind of insane. But it's gonna it's gonna get even worse. Oh yeah, because they're expanding. League is about to blow the fuck up even bigger than it is now. By what means? Mr. Bilkey. Jalen, they are going to put the NFL out. That's oh my hot God. take for the night. Oh, Actually, hold, hold on. on. I've been talking about hold this on. outside of the pod with my <laughs> homies. Okay, this is my hot take. You had a fantastic hot take earlier. Oh, yes. And I can't wait for it to come to fruition. I'm this ready. is my fantastic hot take. <laughs> League of Legends in North America. Yes, it's already taken over the world. We know that. In North America, within the next five years, if things stay the course, 
will be the most viewed professional sport in America. Boom. You heard it here first. Write it down, everyone, with your notepads or type it in on your notes on your computers. Whatever you got to do, there you go. It is absolutely going to happen. It is currently the third most watched professional sport in the United States. Mm. And it is quickly going to surpass the NFL. I don't give a damn what you have to say. It had more views than the Super Bowl last year. And there's no stopping it. They're creating Monday Night League. Yes. It's going to be on ESPN. Yes. not like You will be able to turn on your guide and see, oh, League of Legends? What the hell is this? Oh, computer games? Oh! Exactly. And I cannot wait for all those stupid-ass analysts yes. to go, oh, well, they're just playing <laughs> computer games and I don't understand anything. So, no. No. You're going to get fired. You're going to get dropped into some shit segment where you argue with people. Shannon Sharp and whoever the fuck that is. I would love to be the Shannon Sharp version or like do the, the um, what is it, the uh, first take version Dude, of League of Legends and just make all these outrageous like claims about people. Double lift is going to fucking see. It's going to be fantastic. No, I, no, 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 no. You don't get to argue with me, Mr. Bilkey, <laughs> about the importance of double lift to North America. Not one bit. I am appalled. I am ashamed that you are my friend. I cannot believe that. I, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. What celebs are they going to bring in? I have no idea. Gordon Hayward? Probably. That'd be cool. Probably Gordon Hayward. They're probably going to get some NBA players, too. Or uh, not NBA, NFL players, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, uh, all right, this is a wild comparison, but bear with me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Michael Sam. Oh. Remember all that kind of shit with him coming out? Yes. It's going to be very similar where all these professional jocks are going to come out of their gaming closet. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say, I have been gaming. <laughs> I do it all the time. I can't oh my help God, myself. Dude. I'm addicted. And That's then they're going to go in on ESPN and they're going to tell the whole world <laughs> and all those old farts that love them and worship them for their ability to catch footballs. They're like, going to be like, what? What the hell? He's doing the same thing my idiot kid does on his computer <laughs> all day. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. I'm super excited for it, though. Um, the format for Monday Night League supposedly is going to be like the highlight game of the week. Yep. So imagine big rivalry games like TSM and COG, Oof, or maybe baby. like a first and second place, assuming it's going to be fucking like, uh, liquid. It's probably going to be liquid. Fucking probably going to be liquid. But we're going to see that, and then we're going to get a couple Academy games. Nice. So I think that's okay. I don't think the Academy games are going to get as many views, but it's good to put them in that spotlight so they can get the chance. But I think it is smart what they're doing by only putting one highlight match on Mondays. Right, because then you get the viewership. Exactly, and you're not going to lose your views that you've already established on Saturday and Sundays. Yeah. Because that's your, that's still your bread and butter. Yeah. And I think, I think personally, I think the move for NA is to eventually get out of the best of ones and get to either the LPL or the, LC, or the LCK format of doing an actual like best of three. Yeah, 100%. They have to do so that. So like, that's the only way we are ever going to finally get to where we can compete at Worlds because these best of ones, they don't mean anything. They, mm -hmm. they mean absolutely nothing because you're, you're playing them one time. Anybody could have a hot day. Every, we've seen so many upsets yep. in, in the past two years. Um, from random teams like you know Clutch Gaming, I think last year had this weird run that they could, they almost made playoffs. Yeah, Splice did um, the same thing in I Europe. I mean, Cloud Nine because you only have to play one game. They ended up at Worlds last year mm -hmm. or two years ago, so it's kind of crazy. Granted, um, they did amazing. Shout out! To I mean, they Cloud did amazing. amazing. They did amazing, but still, it's just like that's the example. I'm like I'm saying though, like oh, yeah, you I have you. in a best of three, you really got to prove you're actually a good team, not just be able to get one game off. So. 
Um, but yeah. Um, but let's talk about some patch notes on this 10.1. What were some highlights that you had coming off this patch? I have a, a bone to pick. Oh, I can tell you that God. right now. <laughs> Why in the fuck was the only nerf to Cassidy reducing his move speed by five? <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm not even going to start my rant oh, about how he's God. the most broken champ to ever come into the game for the longest. <laughs> but literally five move speed getting reduced. I get that it's going to hurt his lane phase and it's going to make killing him easier. But what the hell happens at 15, 20 minutes? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. <laughs> that was the same reaction I had when they said that about Irelia. Remember that patch note? But nerf that they, they were like, oh, yeah, we're on a bigger move speed down a whole five percent. Oh, wow. OK, thanks. Really gonna help me when she's just dashing in my face and whipping me with swords. So that pissed me off. Um, I have a question for you, Jalen. You've got to play on this patch. I have not. How does Silas feel? There's a lot of Silas oh, changes. Man. Um. Initially, he felt really clunky, but after you get, I think probably five or six games in, and you get used to like the Emacs, he's actually still fucking broken. <laughs> still Silas. He's still Silas. That's awesome. That's a fantastic champ. Dude. And there's no more like I think on old Silas. If you got behind, you were fucked. Um, but if what they did with the scaling and the adjustments to his numbers, I've been in games where I was 0-2 to start, but you still scale up, and as long as you get your items, you're going to be able to run the game back on, mm-hmm. on New Silas um, because of the way his scaling works now. They really turned him into that Echo, Fizz, late-game scaling assassin. That's cool. Um, so he's more bursty. Um, it's a little bit harder to play him top lane now uh, with Conqueror than it was in the past, but he's still pretty effective in most melee matchups. Uh, um <clears throat> Except for Riven, because she's a fucking. Uh, I just bitch. had a hot take. Are we gonna see a rise of um Omnistone Silas? I think Omnistone Silas actually could be pretty broken. Um I just because he can use, about it right now. He can use literally every single keystone. Um yes. to some extent. Uh Omnistone Camille is pretty hot right now for some reason. I don't know why, but I think she's better with PTA, but that's a thing. Omni Ezreal's a big thing right now in Korea as well. Yeah. That uh, that Keystone's about to get a lot of love here pretty soon. Yes. So I'd say if you're, you know, skeptical about Omni Stone, get some games in on it, get used to it, because it's about to get buffed. Um, so. so I think we're going to see Azir come back. He got a buff on his ult. Oh, God. We're seeing a bunch of weird champions that kind of dwindled down a little bit, start to rise. Yeah. So we're going to see Corky come back. Um, hype that Aurelian Soul's getting a little nerfed. Thank God. That's good. J- uh, Jack's got a little bug fix, so his ult now scales with the Rage Blade passive. Oh, wow. Which is... That's insane. Yeah. So you're not going to see Jack so much in the top lane anymore. You're going to see him more in the jungle. Which is what I expect. Yeah, because it's just going to allow him to get through that early game better. Yeah. And if he can just pick up kills here and there on free ganks, then you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, Jace is coming back. Thank God. Kind of, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's it's kind of scary whenever Jace comes into the I meta. was trying to learn Jace, but then they nerfed the hell out of him. And I was like, I can't even play. Like, what the fuck is going on? So now he's back, and like that was a big pick for NA, at least. So I, I'm kind of excited to see Jace come back. I like seeing it's people just, put the hammer yeah, down. He's a dope-ass champion, <laughs> but it's just scary. Because when Jace is ahead and he's in the meta, it's like Ugh. it's stupid. What do you do? I've been you know the victim of a fed Jace, and it is, it is unpleasant, to it's say the least. Fun. Um, more highlights of the patch notes. Callista's getting her base health and armor growth increased. I think that's fantastic, actually. Is she back with Thresh? Is, is, are we gonna... Is it... Is Thresh Callista? Is that meta coming back? I th- I won't say that she's gonna be, like, an S-tier AD carry, but I do think she'll sit in the A or B tier. Um, main... It, like, main issues with Callista right now is that it's hard to get through lane phase. Yeah. Because you're so squished and you don't have a lot to do as far as escapability, and your ult doesn't 
fit in the meta right now. The, yeah. the way the utility works on it, it's just not super effective. Mm. Um, but getting her to be more defensive, plus maybe stacking a Mountain Drake, you're going to be fine because she still does the same damage she's always done. It's just... Which is ridiculous. She can't get there. Yeah. That's the only issue. Um, Mordekaiser nerves. Finally. Yes. So the overall duration on his passive is getting decreased, and they lowered his move speed. Thank the Lord. I think that's perfect. That's fine. They don't need to change his damage. They don't need to change shit. He was just moving too fast, and his passing was up too long for him to be a bruiser. He's way too... Like, it just stayed on you for so long, dude. Oh, yeah. I spammed the fuck out of it. It was I awesome. Mean, it was... I mean, I, I enjoyed it while I was there, but at the same time, when you're playing against it, you're like, Jesus Christ, will you just stop the spinning madness of death? Like, oh God. Um, Supports. Nami is going to be the champ you want to pick up for this patch. For sure. Nami is going to be the best support this patch. I'm calling it right now. I've seen Nami's literally every other game. Yep. And ranked, I swear to God. So, um, your bruisers and your tanks with Engage, like Leona, Nautilus, they're still going to be up there. Thrash, Blitzcrank, all that stuff's still going to be the S tier. But even though Enchanters are kind of drifting down, Nami's still going to be great because she got a buff on her E. And so, for those of you who don't know, her E empowers... Um, an ally makes their basic attacks do bonus magic damage and slows the target. Yep. Now the way that's going to work is it empowers abilities as well. Oh, Jesus. So it's going to be amazing. She's already a fantastic (laughs) champion in general, so you're just going to see a rise in Nami. Her utility's ridiculous. Her CC's ridiculous. She does stupid damage. And she stops pretty much every hard engage there is with her ultimate. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm excited. I think Nami's a fun champion. Um, I want to see her come into the meta. Yeah. I'm, I'm down cool for that. that. I'm down for. Th- I'm down to kind of see. I don't want like the Cogma Lulu me- type metas to come back anytime soon. Best lane to, be to on- ever exist. I just. I fucking hate that lane. I hate watching it. It was so boring. Nothing happened. But yeah, overall, I think the this patch is pretty interesting, and it's going to set a good tone. I think for that first split in the spring. Agreed. So the only big major beef besides the fucking Casper nerf that I have with this patch is that we're not seeing any improvements to the client. Not one. Why? And they said it that it was in the video, and I'm like, that is absolute dog shit. Corey literally could not play with us last night. Yeah, he because had to get the client. Off. It bugged out his friends list. We repaired the client for him. We went into his files. We did a bunch of nerd shit, and it still didn't work. And it didn't even work today. Oh, wow. He got it to work... Um, after a couple hours of tinkering with it. Yeah. But when he logged back on initially today, it still was messed up. Wow. We're seeing so many client issues and so many bugs that they're just not paying attention to because I think they're getting blinded with all these new champs and all these, like, just changes to the champions and Monday Night League and all that stuff. Fix the basic shit on the game. Like, yeah. just make sure the client doesn't bug or, like, start at 25 seconds and champ select and then all of a sudden I have two seconds left to pick my champion. Like, what? Literally, Dylan, every time we duo together, it's... A blessing if he makes it into the lobby by the time ban phase is over. Yes. He actually celebrates it. <laughs> oh my god. My client's been bugging out. It freezes at nine seconds. Yeah. Bans picking regardless, which is super frustrating. And then it's... I don't know if you find this difficult. I have a lot of troubles trying to set runes yes. in champ select. Yes. It lags so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll click save and then I won't get the notification or, like, it won't actually, like change the color on the save bar where it actually like locks it in um and yeah and and, like i'm the type of player like i really sit there and i think like okay like i know my champ pool but like what champion do i need for this particular matchup aka my team comp as well 
So I need that extra five, six seconds to sit there and be like, okay, I'm going through my champ list. Uh, I think this champion will work. By the time I get there, though, it's like I have two seconds to lock in. I just have to pick one that I know how to play, and it doesn't even fit the comp, and it's a bad matchup, the kind of thing. Like That's why they really need to fix it for the player experience, too, because it makes it harder to climb. I agree. Because I'll sit there watching the champs get picked and have like maybe my left side of my room set just because I know what I'm going to run. But still, there are tiny changes I make based off what champions they pick. Yeah. Like if I'm going to run Alacrity over Tenacity or just, you know, just tiny things like that that irk me that I can't necessarily do. Because it's taking away from the mental side of the game. For sure. You got to win that draft. Yeah, a lot of games are won in champ select, man. But we, we know that clash, baby. I'm excited for that clash mode to come out. By the way, we gotta start squadding well. up. I'm. That's probably the biggest thing from their announcement on this list uh, that I was excited for. They're finally actually gonna launch it like a weekly, like legit split type thing where we can yes. squad up and and do the things. We need to find another local group of five so we can start running scrims. Oh, yes. Or just, like, get to Discord or something. Reddit, something. Find some people we can scrim with. And Add us if you're one of those players that wants to be in a scrim group. Just let us know. We'll yeah. If Give us high, a mention. Give us a shout-out. Higher the elo, the better. If you smack us in the face, it'll make us better players. It's fine. Exactly. It's fine. Come out of the gaming closet. Let yes. them know that you enjoy playing League. Male, female, transgender, asexual, pansexual. We don't care. I don't give a fuck. Not one. <laughs> Give a fuck. Oh, man. But anyway, Mr. Bilkey, it's time for that part of the show, if you know what I mean. Oh, I think I have an idea. Hey, Bilkey, what in God's name was that trailer with all these mutants in a haunted house? Wasn't it terrifying? I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Some chick had a sword coming out of her arm. There was a big tornado. I don't know what's going, what's going on. I thought Arya Stark killed the Night King. What's she doing in a Marvel movie? I thought it was Twister. It was crazy. Stuff for if you want to read. We give you some comic book recommendations or uh, Netflix viewing recommendations. I've just been catching up on The Office and trying to catch up on Zed, that lovely League of Legends comic book that's come out recently. Ha! Ah, those are my recommendations, everyone. Hell yeah. I think those are fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> um, so I think in the last pod I recommended the anime Helsing. Yes. Upon further research and discovery, there's a Helsing Ultimate. Oh my god. Yes. What do you mean? There is another, so it's like, there was uh, <laughs> with Hunter x Hunter, it came out in 1999 or something like that. Yes. They revamped it in 2011. Cleaned oh, okay. it up, made it look better. Very, it's pretty much the same show. Oh, okay. That's kind of what I get from Helsing Ultimate. Oh. So in the first couple episodes, oh, also very interesting. These are 45 minute long episodes. Whoa. Yes. So, it, whoa. Yeah. Anime is, oh, for those of you that aren't anime, like, aficionados, normally the cap is, like, 25 to 30 minutes for an At anime episode. Like, that's it. That's all you get. Uh, but a 45 minute... These are 45 minute episodes. I felt like I was watching Game of Fucking Thrones, the, dude. The stories they can tell with 45 minutes of screen time. It was amazing. So they pick up the, the visuals... The animation, the drawings, they're all way better, way wow. more detailed. And I'm not trying to knock the old one because I love that style. I have yeah. no beef with it. This one's just more current, more modern. You're getting a better feel for it. Now, they do kind of oo-woo it a little bit. There's, which, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> <laughs> But it's comedic relief, so it's funny because it's a very dark show. It is in the horror realm. Okay. So they give you like a second to breathe and be like, Okay, that was hilarious. <laughs> like, awesome. Bring me back. All right, let's get back my into the shit. My pants are still wet from my pee. <laughs> exactly. But basically what they do in the first couple of episodes is recap the first Helsing. Nice. For those of them, who, I guess, who haven't seen it, they pick you up to steam real quick, and then they dive into the main story they're doing. 
Gotcha. So you're dealing with the Helsing organization. Um, it's a family foundation that started a century ago, or whatever, fighting vampires. They're a private organization within um, the British Empire. Ooh. Yes, very cool. Well. Because the public's not supposed to know about vampires and all that shit because they handle all of it. Of course not. So then they have beef with the Vatican. Oh. Because at this time, um, maybe even still currently, um, Britain is largely Protestant. Yeah. So the Vatican comes into play because they don't fuck with the Protestants and they think, well, this is my this is my God given right to slay you and all the vampires. And so do many layers. Way. Yeah, it's crazy. So then you want another layer? You want to add to this onion? Oh God! The Nazis are in this. Oh, wait a second! <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Oh God! So I, I don't want to. Yeah, show, I don't want to spoil everything, but. Um, the Vatican is kind of in cahoots, like the Catholics are, with the Nazis. I mean, they obviously both have their own ulterior motive, motives, but they're kind of in cahoots with taking over everything and turning shit into a hellish landscape. And so I don't want to spoil the rest of the show, but you get the same main characters you got from Helsing. They're still just as badass. And then there's just new stuff to uh, to munch on. Wow. That's my recommendation. That's insane, dude. Helsing Ultimate. Helsing Ultimate. I'm my almost God. finished with it. Oh, I gotta find it. Is it on the, the country roll? Country, yeah, not country roll. Crunchy roll. The country roll. Country roll. <laughs> Got all your animes from the Japanese right here. <laughs> Tractors. <laughs> um, oh. I'm sure it is on country. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate you. I just rewatched it on. Uh, I am deceased. Oh, Jesus. That's hilarious. I've been watching it on Hulu. Okay. So you can watch it on Hulu. You can watch it on um, Anime Palm, Kiss Anime, all those like sites that you're not supposed to know about. But I'm sure it is on Crunchyroll. Excellent. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bilky, yet again, we have made a delicious podcasting morsel for our fi- viewers and listeners mm. for zero dollars and zero cents. It's unbelievable. That's because we use podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast because it gives you unlimited storage and optimized search engine capabilities to get your podcast out on the internet and to be viewed by everyone who loves you secretly and apparently. I like that. That's deep cuts. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. And if you want any of these comic book recommendations like the Zed issues one through three, or maybe if you want to check out Bloodshot, you know, because that stuff's on there too. (laughs) Maybe you want to read some New Mutants. (laughs) You can head on over to Comixology and get all those downloaded onto your smartphone, iPad, Kindle, Hulu, or Kindle, uh, what is it, the... Kindle Fire? Kindle Fire. There's a, a Fire Stick. I don't know. Anything with the, the readings and the tablets, you can get it. Mm. It's wonderful. Good. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. And if you want to add us on social media, we have our official Twitter page, at LBON Podcast. Please contact us if you have any questions, comments, concerns, and also answer our Twitter poll question of the day that I will post later on. Yeah, for sure. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about, if there's a topic that's hot in your mind and you just need some discussion about it, let us know. Got questions about some nerdy things? You want some clarifications about what's happening on certain shows? Come at us, bro. We got you. We got you. Oh, man. But we are going to go ahead and sign off. We'll check back in next week, nerds. Stay sweaty.